Star Wars Day. The wait is finally over. We are closing off this 40-plus year saga of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker is officially out tonight, but the reviews are already in, and it's hot and heavy. I can't wait to talk about it with my co-pilot, so stick with us. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. (laughs) We made it! We made it, we wow. made it, we made it. We're oh back gosh. in the ship. It is such a good week to be a Star Wars fan, though. This is the biggest week of maybe Star Wars history. Yeah. I mean, yeah, actually, probably. I mean, it's so monumentous, and I tweeted about it. What a time to be alive. What a time you to be alive. You tweeted about it. I tweeted Sorry, about I'm it. I'm having trouble hearing you over this really <laughs> loud music. <laughs> J-Lo, can we, we have yeah, an we awesome... just turned <laughs> that music down a little bit. It's a little loud. <laughs> I'm Steph Sabra. And I'm Ryan Nielsen. <laughs> okay. Please don't steal my Chewbacca's daughter, Thunder. That was Sorry. Kind of <laughs> Giving it back. Force lightning your thunder back. Thank you so much. I am Chewbacca's long lost daughter. Here with my co-pilot. He already introduced himself, but he is the head of Popcorn Talk, Ryan Nielsen. <laughs> Rilo Ren. Rilo Ren. And we're going to battle with these We have a sabers. new, a Star Wars movie came out and we saw it. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we saw it, y'all. We saw it and we are so... So ex- I am so excited for our viewers and Star Wars fans across the globe to see it tonight. Me too. And can you believe it? Everyone online loved it. They just... <laughs> can you believe it's that? it like the, nothing but praise. The first Star Wars film in history that's not controversial. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. I mean, it's look... It's part of the red lightsaber sea... And I think everyone's just going to live happily. There's been mixed reviews. <laughs> let's, let's get right into it. I mean, we're going to spend a lot of this episode breaking down kind of the reviews and the big premiere that happened this week. Obviously, there were screeners. We were able, luckily able to see one of them. So blessed. That blessed. was that was an incredible, incredible experience. And <laughs> sorry, yeah. we're getting a, yes, little, yes, a little yes. note. And little then note. also we have Mandalorian news as well. We had an epic Pentultimate episode last night chapter seven so that was great and there's just a lot going on in the galaxy so let's just dive right into this diving right in i mean so yes the movie came out uh the premiere was monday which was really cool just following online i was watching the live stream on star wars youtube channel all the stars are there they're all the directors cast crew such an exciting time 42 year saga and then obviously the screeners started happening on tuesday and wednesday and we got to go which was really cool but yeah i mean just looked like the whole cast was having a blast i love this cast i i I, they looked so epic at all the because there was a few different premieres they had one in asia i believe china and then obviously in la and i love john boyega sporting a classic nigerian outfit showing homage to his roots Mm. it's just epic they looked and i do have to give a quick i i don't really like to talk about fashion that much but i do love fashion but whoever is styling daisy ridley get a raise whoa she has been looking phenomenal yeah. And I love her so much. But anyways, let's talk about these reviews. In the initial reviews is what we want to hit first. So these are the... Some tweets. Yeah. Because I think, so the, the whole review embargo didn't lift until Tuesday night at midnight. Yes. But before that, people could, right out of, after, out of the, uh, the premiere, you could tweet your reactions, your initial thoughts. And we had a few of these tweets. 
um, which again, we were all just like scrambling and reading and just like making up all our minds on the first thing. First one comes from Ryan Parker, um, which basically just said that it's amazing. All the, the haters, you know, you're going to be very pleased, which was really reassuring. For the most part, a lot of these Twitter reactions were positive. Um, just keep going through them, JLo, and, we, and we'll, uh, I'll just read a few out here. But like Mike Ryan, Eric Einsberg saying he really enjoyed the film. Just like uh, very much people were surprised. And I think a lot of the, uh, the elements, that's what the overall consensus was. It was like surprising moments, overall happy, and then the people who were negative just weren't that specific it was just oh i wasn't really it wasn't exactly what i expected um it, people said it was very emotional overwhelming was another consensus adjective that everyone was using so yeah. we we didn't really know what was going on but overall got a positive vibe yeah i i i agree and i was gonna make that point there's an interesting difference between the people who were at the world premiere mm. in los angeles and the ones who saw the screener right and i do think part of it and ryan and i have harped on this for a, for the past few days nonstop. is hours. the mindset going into this we and i think the people who saw went to the premiere we saw the setup it was incredible so you are amongst like the the star wars creators there's so much hype there's so much positivity all love and i think those people got a way better experience uh, than the people who went in being like, I'm going to be a critic and mm. I, I really want to criti like critique this movie in the best way possible where you have Ryan and I who are like, we've just, grown up. Yeah, thing. we just want to see this. We we want to just revel in this moment. It's a historic moment. Whether or not we love it at the end of it or don't love it, it's you have to love that you are alive in this moment. It's a privilege, yeah. right? Yeah. And I mean, there are a ton of reviews coming out that in the days following. You know, we got people from Variety, Ty Burr from the Boston Globe saying he's um, dissatisfied. Uh, we are, On the thumbnail, we have the Rotten Tomatoes score. It's, it's hit a 57 right now, which is really split down the middle. People think that that's a rating. That is just an average. This, that's 57% of the people who saw this were really pleased and satisfied by it and then the other percent weren't for the most yeah, part. Yeah, and I will say people don't there. really know the the way the tomato meter works and I do want to explain that for people at home because I had to explain it to my family because they won't see movies based on the tomato meter a right. lot of times and the way it works is you either have to give it it it's a, kind of an unfair scale you're either like a hundred percent or it's a 50 percent. it's right. a fail so then they average those so you, it's hard as a as someone who's critiquing it because you have to go all in balls to the wall or you don't you trash it it's also really hard when it's a 42 year old saga yeah you have three arguably four generations of fans how are you going to please all of them? It's kind of impressive if you can even please half of them. Yeah. So this average sort of makes sense in that, man, you're not going to get all four generations and also be like a unique film that's not just fan service. I think uh, that this average does sort of make sense. It was a little surprising considering, you know, the fans really didn't like Last Jedi, but that got like a really good Rotten Tomatoes score. And then The Force Awakens being the outlier kind of people liked it and it got a decent score as yeah well. this one i'm you hearing everything it's We're the worst reviewed star wars movie since the phantom menace wow blasphemy that's blasphemous blasphemy that's absolute garbage shoot trash like you you <laughs> honestly cannot look me in the face and tell me after you see this movie that it's worse than phantom menace you can't or you attack yeah 
You yeah. you just can't. And so I, I just think I, I it's chill out, people. Chill out. And go see it for yourself. Make up your own mind. We're seeing it again tonight. Yeah. I just want people and it's so funny because we have a non spoiler review up on Popcorn Talk. We do. And someone there was various comments being like, Oh, you guys are just like going with Disney and like the overlords of Disney and blah mm. blah blah. And it's like I have to like this because I'm a Star Wars fan and, and I'm not saying that. I am saying there is so much to love in this movie. So much. It's undeniable. Even people who did not like the movie can admit that. And I and I did a show with one of them. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. We, we we had so much fun watching the movie. It's it's an enjoyable experience in and of itself. And that's what makes Star Wars movies kind of different from other films in that seeing them, just being in the theater, you're like, wow, this, you know, in, in 1983, that was the last Star Wars movie. In 2006, that was the last Star Wars movie. And now it's 2019, and this might be the last saga film, but we're probably going to get more Star Wars movies. It's a privilege, you know? We never thought we'd really make it this far. So, again, just go see it yourself. Make up your own mind. I don't think you should take any of these reviews to heart. Positive, Neither do I. Positive and negative. I agree completely. I think just go see it. I absolutely love the film. I will just give my two cents into it. I loved it. I know um, Ryan loved it as well. Not as much. I mean, I really have- liked it a lot. And I, I, I was on the high. Like I, yeah. I dug it. The highs of this movie are so satisfying, yeah. so great. But there's some things I really didn't know how to feel about and you can watch our non-spoiler review get more into that but um and we will give a spoiler review where i talk where we will talk about kind of the time of the story and did was it deserving of what we got but speaking of all these people that were at the premiere yeah there's one that wasn't yes this is a big deal you guys the founding father himself the master of all of all jedis in in the galaxy george lucas was not there absent there was a chair with his name on it that no one sat in can you imagine let's speculate that's saying something to me yeah i mean even though he sold the rights he sold the rights to to this star wars saga to disney you know he doesn't have a horse in the game necessarily i know jj there was an article we covered a few weeks back he did consult with him uh about certain stuff with this and i know they talked about midichlorians whatever yeah really not even a statement saying like why he wasn't there was he sick nothing he just didn't go and he was there for force awakens he was there for rogue one even a star wars celebration in the rogue one uh they, they, they honored they honored carrie fisher like he's still very much involved but he wasn't at this premiere and he for sure saw a screener because oh, I know JJ to. has gone on record and on multiple interviews and friends and family ha- and we've spoken on this have seen the film right. before the before the premiere. Mm. So I think he was absolutely included in one of those if not sent a DVD or an mm. online screener. Right. I don't know what it was, but I I just feel as though he had to have seen it and either he was very ill mm. or yeah. <laughs> or he's saying something yeah or the film made him ill uh yeah it's it's not the best look i wish we just got a reasoning to why he wasn't there because obviously he was invited and if he just didn't want to if he just said one thing or if disney put out something like hey he just didn't want to come but no one even addressed it really he the, it was just noticed he's not there silence which, speaks volumes 
Yikes. But um awkward, but it yeah. is still set for a huge opening weekend. Oh my gosh. And it has big competition with cats, but cats! look out. Look out. <laughs> I, yeah, a few weeks ago once again we were saying this was supposed to get like one of the lowest opening weekends. Obviously the ticket prices have gone through the roof. Everyone's buying them. Um of the 3, it's going a little low because The Force Awakens making a record opening weekend made around 247 million domestically. Huge opening weekend. The Last Jedi I think went to uh I think it went to 220 and now this one's projecting at 175 to 200. So it's a little lower but it's the holidays. I'm expecting it to go through the roof. People are going to go and, and matinees. It's all going to fill up. I bet that those projections, that's a wide 25 mil projection. Yeah. 175 to 200. Yeah. And I bet it goes to 200. It's the final one. Everyone's going home. They're all going to watch it. Speaking of another master in the galaxy, Mark. Mm. Mark Hamill. Himself. Tweeting out. Yeah. Talk a about tribute this. to George Lucas. This was so cool. And again, it's a little odd that he wasn't at the premiere but he did tweet out that, hey, shout out to George Lucas basically saying, wow. Mark uh, was at the premiere. Mark was at the premiere. Yeah, I, I just want to make that clear. He was there and he looked happy. Yes, absolutely. Mark was at the premiere, but he just says, uh, sending praise and honor to the man who started it all. And basically saying, as the Rise of Skywalker arrives in theaters, let's not forget that it all started with an imagination of one man, George Lucas. He also created a galaxy far, far away that has inspired generations. Then... He let me be a part of it and changed my life forever. That's Hashtag beautiful. a lifetime of Luke. Oh wow. my God. That just like chills. Yeah. That just gave me chills. Regardless of what you think. So cool. Yeah. I mean, his mind. Yeah. His, his mind. His mind. So respect to him. Sorry. You couldn't be at the premiere. <laughs> um, Another beautiful. Well, it's start. I, I understand this moment, but I will say it has a beautiful ending. Todd Fisher, the brother of the one and only Carrie Fisher. Bless her. Always. Our princess. Admits that he was a little afraid to watch. And I totally understand because when you're doing CGI and trying to create scenes with someone who's not here to film them but is so important to this movie and to this franchise, it's hard because we, we've we seen it like at Coachella in the Super Bowl. When you play mm. with figures who are not here, these massive larger-than-life figures – People forget that they have families and there are people who are very close to them and don't see them as a prop. They see them as, I mean, their sister. So I totally understand that. But I I feel like it, I will say non-spoiler, what they did was incredible. Yeah. And I mean, just piggybacking on that idea, if someone 20 years from now watches all these movies, hits this movie... I don't know if they're going to notice, oh, maybe they had to film around her because they did probably the best they possibly could with what they were given. Absolutely. I was shocked how much they're involved or Carrie Fisher's involved in this movie. I'll leave it at that. But so respectful, so beautiful. And it's it's interesting to hear that he was nervous. I'm, I wonder if he was kind of clued in while they were making the film or if JJ really kept it a secret but now to hear that he was happy with how they did it and it was respectful that's that's what you want to hear absolutely I feel like there was definitely a reason she showed up in that one press room yeah when the when the turned light off. turned on off when she when they spoke her name because I I, I just think that has to be one of my favorite parts about the movie is just her character as a whole so and great. always has been uh, she's been the best and I, this does remind me, I wanted to ask one question to all you viewers at home and to Ryan, yeah. is that there's this idea of 
can Star Wars fans be pleased? And I, I want to stop and ask us all, what do you want out of Star Wars? When you enter this movie, when you enter any Star Wars piece of creation, what do you want? What do you expect? Why are you... What What would make you pissed? Happy? I, I really want you guys to drop that in the comments because I want to know. It's interesting. It feels like no one's ever that happy. I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll shout them out on social media, get your responses, but please leave in the comments below even after the live stream. Like, What does Star Wars mean to you? What do you look for in a Star Wars movie? The past two or three, it's been this divisive reaction yeah. where that's not my Star Wars or that's my Star Wars. It's very possessive reaction and people looking for something that, you know, that feeling they got decades ago and the world has changed. Filmmaking has changed. The times have changed. You're not going to get the exact same thing, but I'm really curious to hear what you are looking for. Yeah, because I I just feel like there is no winning and there's uh, one of the tweets we had pulled up had an interesting point. If you hated episode eight, you will like this episode nine. And it's interesting because I don't know if that's necessarily true. I thought leaving that 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 would be the case, but it's not. So, I mean, I, I just think that people aren't setting themselves up for success when they're watching these movies and except for the Mandalorian which we'll get to which has just stunned in terms right. of bringing us all together in a way that I didn't think was going to happen <laughs> but I, that's why I keep harping on the fact that go in with just excitement and I, I just I don't think you can lose if you do that have a ball yeah have a ball one thing that is so funny, it's about a different movie, but one of our rising stars, Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, he is all he's such a star. Like <sighs> this is his year. And he is doing Marriage Story Press. With Scarlett Johansson, Netflix he, film. Yeah, yeah, Netflix yeah. film. It's supposed to be incredible. And I guess Rye was telling me he's <laughs> had a massive phobia for years. Yeah, I don't know if this is necessarily public knowledge. I don't think that this was a thing people always knew about Adam Driver. I've heard about that with Johnny Depp. Like he doesn't like to hear or see himself on screen. He doesn't like Wait, to see. Wait, tell the them what the phobia is. The phobia is <laughs> the phobia is, ladies and gentlemen. He's afraid to see or hear himself perform, and it's a massive phobia. It's not a. I prefer not to watch my. He will run out of a room like he did in this interview. Is it with NPR? His yes, NPR, NPR interview. He hauls ass out of this interview because they were playing a clip from Marriage Story where he says, where he sings a song, Being Alive. Oh my God. It was headphones down. I'm out. And he didn't come back. It wasn't like, let me step out of the room while you play this and I'm just going to cringe. It was uh, like, screw off. It was like, like you just I'm saw Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw the Emperor and now I'm running away. He is gone. So I wonder if he even stayed. And when he goes to these premieres, does he even watch the movie? I doubt it. He had a massive oh, phobia. Oh, yeah. He probably doesn't. Yeah, he probably doesn't watch it. He probably has never even seen himself. That is incredible to think about how talented he is because I think much of talent is like really working on your craft mm. and, and making minor changes here and there. And for even me as a host, I, I hate watching myself back, but I have to. Right. And so I don't understand. I mean, that just must be raw talent yeah. because I don't get how you do that. I can't wait to see the camera on him this year when he is nominated for the Oscar and he's sitting down. They played a little clip. I want to see if he's, like, covering up or anything or if he's going to, like, haul ass out yeah. of the Oscars. Yeah, agreed. Because, yeah, it's it's a phobia. It's beyond just a, a fear. He is 
deathly afraid. That's so funny. It's nuts. Another story, uh, the cast obviously has done a lot of press, but Daisy Ridley went on and she she spoke about how she wanted to cry after seeing the movie in a positive way. And I just thought that that was really, really cute and special. And I think a lot of the cast felt that way. We played a video of... General General Hux, Hux yeah. crying after. Oh, oh no, it's General. Um, oh, oh not Richard. Hux. Richard. Uh, oh my God, Marquand. I think. No, 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 not Marquand. He's the director of. I'm messing Jedi. this up. Yeah, but um, it, one of the actors from from Rise of Skywalker just all out losing it because of the film and how much it meant for him. Carrie Fisher. I mean, not Carrie Fisher. Daisy Ridley. Similar note here. She was just saying how she, this film has kind of been theirs for the past couple months. They finished filming a while back. They've been watching the cuts, doing like some ADR and doing the press. And now that they're kind of, it's not theirs anymore. It's all of yeah. ours with them. So it was almost letting go of the film privately. And now it's like everyone else's. And she kind of got emotional about that because, I mean, this is it. It's the third film in this long journey. It was Richard E. Grant. Richard Which e. Grant. he was phenomenal. Yeah, he was great. He was so good. But yeah, I wonder what that's like. Uh, just the idea that, you know, this changed her life. We had Mark Hamill tweet out about George Lucas. Like, this has changed his life. This is the same thing for her. She's never going to be known for anything other than Ray. Like, this is... The this is will this always be the number one. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I and we see Adam Driver really successfully diversifying mm-hmm. himself in the space, and Oscar Isaac is similar. John Boyega and Daisy Ridley have had right. some work. Daisy more than uh, John Boyega, but I think they they will. They're incredible actors. It's Star Wars. Yeah, and they will get roles, but I. Sh- they absolutely will be first yeah. and foremost this just because you can't get in a bigger film. Not that not that you they're not gonna have anything other that's notable. Like Mark Hamill was the Joker. Yeah. Like he is almost as well known as the Joker as he is Luke Skywalker, but this is Star Wars, and I can see that being so emotional. Wow, this is the end of this five, six year journey of yours is filming as this character. And man, what a, what a finale! Um, so yeah, I I, under, I totally understand why she got emotional. Me too. I do want to play a short video of Rye and I on the way to the screening this past week. We just shot out really quickly because we were in a rush. <laughs> um, fire, rapid fire predictions, yep. and we want to hear yours too as well. This was walking over to the screening. Walking to Rise of Skywalker screener. Final prediction: Steph Sabra. I think Ray is a clone, and I also think. We are going to see Palpatine. He cheated death. He's not going to be a Sith. He's not going to be a ghost. He cheated death. What do you think? Okay, Kylo dies. Whoa. And I think that we're going to get Anakin, Qui Gon, and Obi Wan as Force Ghosts. Ewan. Ewan. That'll be that'll be epic. We'll have to see. We <laughs> we'll were, have to see. We'll have to see. We were clearly hyped. We had walking crosswalk to the screen. Yeah, like, everyone thing. knew where we were going. Like, everywhere we oh. went, we were just causing ruckus, just pure excitement. And then we were basically attacking each other during the screener, oh. where just every moment that popped up, we were hitting each other. Like, I oh was clawing into <laughs> yeah. Ryan's leg, and he was punching my arm. We have a great photo of another host, an AfterBuzz sister network, uh, Tehran, a comedian, just iconic right there, getting the photo with with that backdrop. He looked thrilled. Von Gossery. Von Gossery. Yeah, uh, he looks thrilled. He's, he's just absolutely psyched to be there. But it was a really cool experience, and we cannot wait for y'all to see it. Yeah, I can't. I, I really can't wait. I, I want to hear the fans' reactions, and I want to see the fan meter on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, the fan meter. 
Let's move in. We only have a few minutes left to The Mandalorian because, like I said, Chapter 7 did drop another episode directed by the one and only Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. Oh, I love that woman. I respect that woman. I want to work with her. Honestly, yeah, we should just really talk about her for a second because <laughs> this is the second episode she's done. She's going to be doing the majority of the Obi-Wan series that's going to come out next year. It just is. It makes me so excited. Her career's blowing up. As it I should. I want her to get a film, maybe. I yeah. That might be premature. That might be an early request. A Star Wars film? A Star Wars movie. She would be great with this. I actually got a Baby Yoda sweatshirt last week. Just because The Mandalorian has been so satisfying and so great. So check that out, y'all. But, I mean, wow. The Mandalorian is that glue, I feel, in this divisive Star Wars fandom that's keeping everyone together. Even if you love this movie, you might be digging Mandalorian as well. And if you hate this movie, you still could probably dig this. And it's for new fans, too. There's no baggage of the 42 years. Yeah. You can just come on in. It's the weirdest thing. Because people who have problems with it still, because it is an adventure of the week. You're not getting some Game of Thrones plot it is simpler still like it although this week there was some through line i think they're getting getting to that and that excites me because i love that that's what i live for in shows but i do still love what they're doing because i know what it is like i'm not expecting something massive and if they do give me that then i will like and that was another story we had this week just regarding with baby yoda bob Iger just came out and said the fan reaction for baby yoda Far surpassed. Far surpassed by a wide margin, he told The Hollywood Reporter uh, during a, the Rise of Skywalker premiere, actually. Everyone's still and talking. he said that mo- uh, uh, the moment I laid eyes on the character, I had a strong feeling the character was going to connect with the audiences. It's just <laughs> so cute, so interesting, so compelling, in many respects, so familiar and yet so new. That's true and a really interesting point. But what's even more interesting is that it's funny because people oftentimes drag Disney for being money hungry, but they did, they held off on merchandise with Baby Yoda, and we had talked about this, whether that was purposeful or not, or kind of like a lack of vision or understanding mm. of how big this character would be. And actually, it was purposeful, and uh, John Favreau made that decision, and it's lost him an upwards of at least $3 million in sales. <laughs> really cool of them to reveal that it's also like such a pride thing of, yeah. we knew we could have made bank yeah. but we really wanted to preserve the secret i think in the long run that was a great call because we're all so attached to this character right now it would take a lot for them to to kind of ruin this character like i don't i don't <laughs> recall another star wars character Maybe since I was a kid watching the original movies that I was just immediately like, that's great. That is great. <laughs> Let's go with that. And like everyone feels that way. Yeah. It's so 100% like. Yeah. Even my grandmother, who hasn't watched a Star Wars thing in probably 20 plus years, she knows who Baby Yoda is. She reads the New York Times. Like everyone is aware of this character and it's positive. And I think it's because it was such a surprise. And the memes every single week, the memes only get better stuff. Yeah, I know. The memes it's created is such a gift. Like, I this is why I love Twitter. Twitter's the best app because (laughs) the level of creation that happens there, I'm not I know that people are getting hired from Twitter. Right. And I'm sure that that will continue because it really shows off the depths of creativity and these memes have been so special to me. (laughs) Without a doubt. It's such a joy each and every week and that it's it's refreshing. It's refreshing. So we do have, that was the penultimate episode. I thought it was a great episode. Perhaps, 
It's top two. My other two. one was Deborah Chow's episode, uh, chapter four. Chapter three. Oh, chapter three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. chapter four was Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, right. Yeah, but I... Digging it. Yeah. Absolutely digging it. I think, uh, and we got a lot to look forward to this coming week. We have to wait, you know, some extra days because The Mandalorian isn't dropping on Friday. It's dropping on next Friday. Yeah. Um, so- it was a lot of Star Wars to handle. I, me and Ryan disagreed a little bit because I thought that maybe after Chapter 4 they should have taken a hiatus until Rise of Skywalker or timed it a little bit differently because it's it's just a lot of content to consume. Mm. But they were still trending. They're still trending, and it's going to end on the on the holiday break, yeah. if you will, with, on December twenty seventh. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait to see what Taika Waititi, another incredible director. This is the only episode he got to do, but you know Thor Ragnarok. He just did Jojo Rabbit this year. He's doing this finale, and I really hope it it ends on a on a high note, and that they see this whole season through. Yeah, me too. Well, that wraps our time. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Do we have some um, chat shout-outs I want to get to before we exit? Manny Gonzalez, each and every week, also messaging us on social media. Thank you so much, Manny. Shout-out, Manny. Darth Baca here at Star Drew. Love that name. I don't, but Darth Baca is Darth Baca and Star Drew. And Star Drew. I have refreshing here. But, y'all, thank you so much for the support. We are officially on iTunes, by the way. We are on iTunes. Star Wars News, Spotify, iTunes. Please send us some reviews. We got Alex Mears, writer, Ryan B, RGD, the end of Star Wars. In How all do caps. we have Yikes. six d- dislikes right now? Who People. are you, you trolls? You trolls. Hit that like button if you're watching with us right now. It's really important so that we outweigh the dark side because screw them. We have to succeed. <laughs> screw them. <laughs> and uh, just a one last couple shout outs. Um, Zoda, <laughs> Darth Baca is commenting a lot and I'm loving it. Um, and Ryan B, thank you all so much here each and every week for giving us that support. And she want me to sign off? Yes. You can find me at Twitter, at Ryan Nilsson underscore, at Ryan Nilsson on Instagram. Please, thank you so much for the support. Steph, where can people find you? I'm Steph Sabra. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Steph Sabra. Happy holidays and may the force be with you. <laughs> Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. <laughs>